What's up, everybody? This is episode 65 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yeah, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes. So our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice. Shanice is going to give us an in-depth rundown of any of the scandals or interesting things that's happened over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Yes. So first, we're going to speak about some baby daddy news. Baby Baby daddy. daddy? Baby daddy. So on the 15th of December... 2pm's Chan Song took to his Instagram with a handwritten letter addressing his fans. In the letter, he announced that he is planning his marriage to his pregnant fiance. Yay! Babies! <laughs> babies! And also in the letter, he says that he's made a decision to leave JYP Entertainment in January so in parts of the I'm not going to read the full thing if you do want to read the full thing then Google is your best friend okay so in part of the letter it says there is someone who I have been in a relationship for a long time this person has been the resting place for my unstable heart and a friend who can share anything with for a long time and she became my girlfriend while preparing and planning marriage with this person after my military discharge, the blessing of a new life came to us earlier than expected. We are planning to get married as early as the beginning of next year. We are very cautious as she is in the early stages of her pregnancy, but I'm sharing this news as I thought that I should tell you first. He also said that he won't be renewing his contract with JYP and mm. that the decision was made through communication with my future as the priority and the company willingly gave blessings for my bright future. I think this letter Aww, is so cute. So the way that he writes about his fiance is so sweet. And obviously he keeps his fans near and dear. I'm not mm. going to lie though. I didn't know that 2PM was still signed with JYP. So yeah, I didn't. I don't, I don't think I fully processed that either. But yeah, me either. Yeah. So that's still shocking. But yeah, congratulations. Oh, Amazing. so cute. Moving on to some other news so CL was talking about how she found out about 21 disbanding through news reports Mm. anyway so CL has opened up about the moment she first learned about 21's disbandment during a recent interview with AP Entertainment, the interviewer asked CL, my colleague interviewed Minzy ages ago and she found she said that she found out about the disbandment through media. How did you find out? CL replied with an awkward laugh, well, I did too, to be honest, confirming that she heard the news through the media. The singer became visibly emotional as she went to recall. I was at a Thanksgiving dinner and my phone blew up. But yeah, those situations, that was very heartbreaking for me. How? messed up that's crazy yeah i also remember i think around that time dada was doing a show in the philippines or something some sort of like that sounds yeah and i think that's when she found out as well because like she was judging at the time and there was like clips of her like wiping her tears and crying and it was like oh i wonder what's wrong with dara and it probably was that that is so messed up Mm. but that's how 
they found out. And also, I read somewhere, I don't know how true what the validity of the story is. So, you know, when they did their final song, and obviously Minzy wasn't a part of it. Yeah. Apparently, no one reached out to Minzy to ask if she wanted to be a part of it. Oh, really? So, that upset her. But then, obviously, there was reports before saying that how she left to anyone. So, see, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a whole mix. It is. I could see both sides. I could see why she was upset, because she probably wanted to do it, like, the last hurrah but then it's like if you had already left at the point i can understand why the company didn't feel obliged to reach out to you if you had left that made sense yeah what that's crazy a mess and you can still see like if you guys haven't seen the video there's a video um if you just i guess if you just google clap entertainment interview or something it should pop up you can see that it's still fizz like still like emotionally triggering even though this happened how many years ago now mm. of how it happened because you could tell like she was like trying to fight back tears i just feel like That's it's crazy. so messed up how they did 21 but hopefully like one day if their schedules align mm-hmm. we have some sort of 21 comeback reunion hopefully song. i hope so yeah because i know like on cl's album alpha she wanted bomb and dada she tried to get in contact with minzy but i think minzy was wasn't free there was meant to be on the song let it okay um if you, if you actually listen to the song you could tell what parts they were meant to sing because the way of the way cl manipulates her voice mm-hmm. i could tell that Oh, she went to Ari to sing this bit. She went bomb to sing this bit. It's quite interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, it didn't happen for whatever reason. But hopefully, maybe one day down the line, they'll be able to come Fingers together. Crossed. Yeah. Mm. And last but not least, as we promised, guys, <laughs> we did our homework and we watched Itzy and Stray Kids mama performance no i do not watch any other performance to compare <laughs> it to so it's just based on what we saw of course if there are performances you like you know what since you've watched this i think you guys should watch this mm-hmm. there will be a chart i'm joking there won't be a chart but <laughs> we'll think about it we'll think about it so shay what did you think about let's start with stray kids what did okay. you think of their their performance um it was really good like there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't disappointed. It was giving Stray Kids. Um, it, it was giving... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think overall, like, it was really good. Mm. I haven't watched the MVs of the songs they performed, so I don't know what to compare yeah. it to. But overall, mm-hmm. it was an experience. So, yeah. Okay, I've got bullet points. You can jump uh-huh. in whenever you want. So... I just wanted to say, first and foremost, it was actually nice to hear the buzz of the audience again. Mm, yes. Do you know what I mean? Like at award shows. I well, somewhat. Like I'm adds... pretty sure that would have been like pre-recorded stuff because I'm sure one of the rules was that they can't cheer. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure there's like concert rules in Korea that you're not allowed to like cheer and scream at the moment. Well, maybe it was, you know, edited on, but it was yeah. still nice. Yeah. It still felt like I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing, as, I, as, as I've said before, the only thing that these award shows are missing now are the idol reaction shots. I, th- mm. I don't care where, I don't care where the award show is, like, whether it's in America, whether it's over here, over here in the UK, it still adds something. Like, I want to see, for example, if we talk about artists over here, if Steph London is shaking their booty on stage, I want to see what gigs 
reaction is like is he looking at the booty like it adds to the whole experience you know what i mean like mm. of course like the audience or whatever have a few audience audience reaction shots too i think that'd be quite cute i, I think it every- adds to the overall experience yeah like there are like so many like quote unquote at least like k-pop icon- iconic moments that mm. are basically idol reactions to like other performances exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that's what it's missing. Mm. Um. I've, okay. So with the stray kids, like I, w- I might be slow, but I wasn't actually sure what the story was about when there was like a big giant ear, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was saying the acting at the beginning, you know, like when they're on like the futuristic Zoom call, I'll call it. It was giving me very high school dr- drama performance. If I'm being honest, if I'm being okay. picky, I was like, mm. it's not giving. This part's not giving. It's like. I don't know, management told him to sit in a room and said, read these lines. <laughs> and they did it. Like, it wasn't giving me acting. It wasn't giving me drama. Like, okay. it didn't give for me. Okay. And mm-hmm. then a part of it was like, oh, Felix has the tank. Why does he have the tank? What is the story? I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to be invested in this performance. But what's the story? Why does Felix have the tank? Let me know. Tell me. Yeah. I think the masked people at the beginning, I think it was... That was terrifying. Performing Cheese was a very interesting choice. Like, <laughs> had the hand over the mask and all of this. Shout out to co- costume design. I was, re- I was very intrigued. Didn't understand. But I, I liked it. I was here for it. It's giving me drama. It's giving me fashion. I liked it. Cool. <laughs> and as you said, they really... They really performed. They gave us a whole ass performance. It kind of, you know, get, it, it was giving me reminiscence of how mama performances should be, you know? Mm. I liked yeah. it. I, I think it. another thing that they had in their performance that didn't make a ton of sense to me was mm. like, I don't remember which member it was, but they were on like some tiny car thingy. Like, yes. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember who <laughs> it was, but I remember I a like, tiny car. What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, as I said, I didn't understand the full story. Like, I love uh-huh. the visuals. It was yeah. given, I was very stimulated, but I don't know what the story was. And then when Hyunjin came out and he was like dancing with fire, was that real? I love that. That was, was, that, real? that was amazing. Was that, was that real fire? Was it real? It was real to me. That was, that was very beautiful. Yeah, it was very nice. I really liked it. But yeah, there was a lot going on. There was flying cars, flying spaceships, the air, uh, different weird looking gun guitar things yeah i didn't understand the story but the mm. performance was giving yeah. out of 10 what would you give it shay um i would say a seven because it was an mm. experience overall mm. like it kept your attention but i couldn't tell you i couldn't explain it to you mm. i agree yeah. I was speaking a seven, maybe a seven point five. Exactly. Yeah. But overall, a really good performance. Well done, stray kids. Okay, <laughs> moving on to It's a Shay, what do you think? It was it was amazing. Because I pretty much spoke mm-hmm. about this last week. Because they had like a whole storyline, mafia mm-hmm. boss situation. I really enjoyed it. They were doing a lot. And I loved it. Yeah. Back to my bullet points. Ah. <laughs> As you said, Rujin's acting chef kiss. Amazing. Give her a drama role right, right now. now. Right now. Absolutely love it. Um, mm-hmm. The begin after, you know, the little video clip 
where she's like looking at the board and then there was like the dancing kitties that came out at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. It was giving me West End. It was giving me Broadway. <sighs> it was giving me theatre. I was here for it. I was like, yes, kitty dance. Go, kitty, go. Done. <laughs> and then I think it was Yuna. I think it was Yuna. I might be mm-hmm. wrong. When she came out and she was like by the chains, like the little chain yes, set, yeah, think- it was giving me Miss A, like, you know when Miss A did that song, kiss, 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 baby. baby. <laughs> yes. I was like, she's going to break out into some Miss A choreography i was here for it i was like yes but can we talk about cheong and that damn pole excuse me she was she was doing stuff she was working that pole she was twirling like a bad bee and i was like yes twirl honey twirl (laughs) gone with the wind fabulous (laughs) i'm so done i was here for it and then okay let's talk about the standoff with um i think it was rujin and yeji right mm-hmm. okay so this looked visually good but i didn't understand what she what um, rujin ripped off yeji's neck like what was that yeah about? i didn't i don't know if they missed something or something was going on but yeah was there a tracker on her neck like a kitty like i'm, I'm confused like, I, I i didn't get it i understood that she let her go because obviously like rujin like double crossed like she was meant to kill itzy but she was like no i'm gonna kill you instead right Mm -hmm. like i get that but i just didn't get that seat but visually stunning they both looked stunning they looked great i love the little fight choreography i just wish it was i just wish it was lit a bit differently because like you kind of missed certain stuff because of how the black was like the the red light was bouncing off the black outfit so you kind of mm-hmm. missed things but i don't know if that was intentional because maybe in brighter light it might have not looked that good like no shame oh i'm just one thing you know for, mm-hmm. um rujin's whole like fight sequence situation did you yes. see the guy that like yeeted himself off the stage yes <laughs> <laughs> he just i was like where did he go and there was stairs <laughs> so i hope he's okay <laughs> Girl, he's fine. He practiced eating himself off that stick. Onto stairs? <laughs> Jesus. That was so funny. Overall, really good. I preferred Itsy's story. It made a bit more sense. Mm. Just yeah. that one little bit I was a bit confused about. But yeah, out of 10, what do you give Itsy? I think I would give them a 9. Like, I feel as though mm. their story came together a lot better. Mm the props and like the backup dancers were incorporated really well they weren't just there yeah so, yeah yeah i agree i'll give them like an 8.5 9 mm. maybe mm, yeah yeah <laughs> they did that really enjoyed so well done so itsy and stray kids i hope you enjoyed our yes. review again if there's anything you want us to look at then Hit us up, honey. But yes, that's the end of Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. A hot topic. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you want us to talk about anything in particular? We may have missed a few things because we are recording this a bit earlier than we usually do. So there might be stories that are missed. But if you want us to talk about it next time, then hit us up on social media or you could go to kbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you 
Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea and games. You can send that to howyoutea at gmail.com. That's howyoutea at gmail.com. Or you can go to kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. So share, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is Lisa's La Lisa album felt like it was made for TikTok. It was an that, album? That's the tweet. Was it an album? That's what... I thought it was just... Wasn't it just two songs or was there more than two songs? Um, I'm going to Google this as as we're live. Lisa okay. Lisa. Yeah, it was only two songs. It was La Lisa and Money. Okay. So I wouldn't really call it an album. It was just more of a single with a bonus track. Yeah, because I'm sh- I'm sure albums have like a track list qualification and like a time qualification for it to be an actual album. Mm. But anyway, so the first song is obviously L- um, Money mm-hmm. and La Lisa. Mm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was an yeah. album, but it was a small little moment, I guess. Yeah. To be honest, I don't even really... For TikTok. I don't think it was. I just think it just, just, it just panned out that way. Yeah. They were definitely like trendy sounding songs mm. that have obviously viral capability, but I think you could have done a lot less for it to be just a TikTok song. Yeah. I just think when it dropped and obviously that was the whole Squid Game buzz and yes. money, like it was just perfect timing. Yeah, I don't think it was that was the push, to mm. be fair. Especially with money. I I I wouldn't yeah. call money a quote unquote TikTok song. La Lisa, mm. I can get that a yeah. bit more because it was more like dance trend situation yeah okay thank you for sharing we appreciate that but um we appreciate that we appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> um so our next unpopular opinion is what's up with quote-unquote western artists could never yes most western artists don't dance rap and sing all together but what about it k-pop idols are trained to do this for years yeah it's kind of mm. dumb it's kind of redundant yeah they're doing different things plus western artists can because that's where the k-pop model came from they may mm. not do it as much now yeah but yeah <laughs> like that's where the initial model came from i think k-pop just found a really good way to turn it into like an official process and package it mm. and i think we've discussed this probably really early on on the podcast but the process that we see happen in K-pop and the process for artists in the West are completely different. Like mm. someone could become a top Western artist tomorrow by going viral somewhere. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they have any official training or like they they might not have a ton of backing in terms of their experience. Whereas if someone comes out the K-pop route, they've most likely had to go for really through really uh, rigorous training at an, mm-hmm. an official company. So I think also taking that into consideration, but yeah. Okay, thank you. I guess we we agree with that. I don't agree. We d- I disagree. With this person? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. My bad, my, my bad, my bad. Okay, and then moving on to our last unpopular opinion. This person said, some awards don't make any sense. Why is it up to fans to decide who has the best dance or choreography? I think it's a double-edged sword because yeah, fans can't tell what's best, but 
not necessarily not, uh, they're not necessarily going to choose who is best they're going to choose who they stand yeah who they stand or whatever like caught their attention or went viral because this is a i once again another topic that we probably discussed quite a bit it's trying to find a middle ground because if it's professionals making the decision they might just be looking at who had like the most technical choreography or who was hitting x y and z it might not have been the most popular song mm. but that's who performed the best whereas fans might just pick who was the popular song and like you said their faves so mm. yeah. and there's nothing wrong with having a a popular dance or whatever that's mm. not what it is but sometimes it still baffles me i was surprised i know shade to rosie that she won the best choreography because i'm not saying it was a bad dance but from what she was up against like I, what's the criteria mm. really i don't know yeah it's all subjective at the end of the day so exactly it's, it's a bit of a sticky one but i think it's finding a good middle ground and then i don't know if there was some way to make decisions that was like partially through votes and partially through professional opinions and then coming to a middle ground mm. uh that i i don't know i don't know i don't know oh. yeah okay so that's all of our unpopular opinions for today but someone we don't have a game but we have a question okay. this is just going to turn into the, the whatever you want segment <laughs> but someone mm. was asking is there anything and it's kind of similar to our radar i guess but someone was asking has there been anything that we've been really really obsessed with that surprised us and who is our first bias group so, so first the is there that? has there been anything that you've been really really obsessed with of late that kind of surprised you that you liked it or enjoyed it obsessed with no <laughs> i don't know am i obsessed with anything shay i don't know i, I don't think so else. not that you were so. obsessed with it but you tapped into dramas of recent so that surprised me but <laughs> that was only two and i've retired for now <laughs> same time next year <laughs> um, um, okay i guess that's my answer <laughs> shay what about you <laughs> um for me, one thing that I've been kind of obsessed with recently is webtoons, and that kind of surprised me because I was never a comic babe or a, or a, a web, I've never been a webtoon babe. So mm. when that hooked me, I was quite surprised by that. Surprising, surprising. Who would have thought? <laughs> and then the second part is who is our alt um, bias and group? Wait, should we guess each other's? Oh no, I'm not going to get yours. Um, you could try. I. I think you're... What? Or like, how do you define ultimate? I guess like the first one that got you hooked. Okay. I would yeah. probably say Big Bang for you. But or 21. But who's my bias? GD. No. <laughs> Wait, GD wasn't, wasn't your... What? No. <laughs> Who was your bias? Taeyang. Oh, I think I said GD because like you had your whole gd hair moment no but that was by accident oh okay so basically what happened was there was a phase where like me and gd were dyeing our hair the same color but i wasn't copying him it literally i would dye my hair blue and then a picture would pop up with his hair the same shade of blue and i'm like okay that's weird and then the my blue kind of because i had pink in my hair before or something and he had mm. pink so both our blues faded faded into purple but it was like the same shade i'm like okay and then i wanted to have a rihanna moment so i was like okay i'm gonna dye my hair red and then he dyed his hair red at the same time so but no he wasn't my bias Tayan is my bias <laughs> i'm so done okay the reason the reason why and 
some people may think this is problematic, but I'm gonna. I know what you're tr- gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna. Own my truth. I think I've said it on here before. I've said it on someone's podcast before. Uh-huh. Um, I loved B2K. B2K was my thing. My bias in B2K was <laughs> is Omarion. Okay, and one day. <laughs> You have to bear in mind how long ago this was. This is when Big Bang just, like, they debuted, right? It's like 2006. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all might not have been born yet. <laughs> um, I think my friend was watching, like, a Big Bang video. And Taeyang had, like, cornrows in his hair. <laughs> and he was giving me Asian Amorian. I was like, who's that? <laughs> my friend was like, because my friend was a GD buyer. She's like, oh, that's GD's best friend. I was like, Who the f- who's that? Who's GD? What are you talking about? You're, you're saying oh this like this is common knowledge. And we had a whole discussion. And yeah, I fell in love with Asian Amarian. And that's how that happened. I don't care. We're very problematic. Culture appropriation. Sure. Cool. But back then, I don't know. I just thought, oh, this is cool. This is nice. <laughs> But back to you, I think, mm-hmm. I don't think this is the group that got you into K-pop, but I think this is the group that made you not take K-pop seriously because it's never that deep. <laughs> but do you get what I mean? Like, this is what he's like, yeah, I'm going to follow this group. Uh huh. So I'm going to say EXO. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm only because bias. you said it last week and I remembered, oh. your bias was or is Chanyo. Okay. <laughs> Correct and correct, but that's um, kind of cheating because you said it last thing. A little bit, um, <laughs> yeah. So EXO was my first group into K-pop. They were the ones that dragged me down the rabbit hole. Um, obviously, Chanyeol was my first bias, but in recent years, and nobody tell Chanyeol. Well, he would know by now. I love Kai. Really? I oh my god! Them. Never would have guessed. I know. Who would have known? But um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's all. You're, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you for those questions. Remember that if you guys want to send us anything, you can email them to us, drop them on Shanice's website, or even send them to us on socials. And now it's time for On The Radar. So this is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's been anything we've been watching, listening to, anything we're looking forward to, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's been on your radar? Well, i never been with a Betty. What's been on my radar? Um, probably like NCT's just been doing some rude bits. Yes. Some rude bits and bobs. That one line that I can't remember right now about ghosting and yeah, and I don't know. I'm really butchering it. But if you know, you know. Um, yes. And they had like a few, they've had a, some members or so, only, I've only seen a few members. Um, they're having a bit of a TikTok moment and oh my God. they're all looking very scrumptious and I approve. Very delicious. Continue. Yes. That's my radar. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, oh yeah, I think my radar would probably be similar. So mm. NCT's been everywhere. Um, that whole Mark verse. Um, yeah, but I don't know who's holding them hostage and making them make 101 TikToks. <laughs> but I hope they're okay. Blink if you need help. Um, 
yeah, I think that's that would be the majority of my radar. After this, I'm probably going to watch BTS do the dancing in the middle of the road situation. Oh, the James Corden thing? Yes. Mm. Um, I probably won't, but enjoy. <laughs> Uh, not me too um <laughs> but yeah that's that's my radar I guess. oh another thing that was quite interesting was you know how nct recently came back with i think it's called universe i think the song okay like Young wasn't in there it was quite interesting oh i was like this is this is of course mark was there because mark but so, oh, employee. for real he's doing overtime um but it was like oh this is this is new this is different He's okay. getting to rest, but then I saw him on TikTok and I was like, mm, you're not really resting, are you? Because here you are. But um, yeah, interesting. Beautiful. Okay, I might have to check that out too. But yes, that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to How You At You. Yes, and remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, or requests to halutea at gmail.com. Leave them on Shanice's website anonymously, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you, or even drop them to us on socials. Yes, so I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can holler at me at kpopbox underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the good places. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. <laughs> and I've been Shay from the Kway. You can follow me and find me on TikTok at the Kway underscore and on Instagram at the Kway underscore 100. Yes. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.